Hello and welcome to the Knights of the Smith Dinner Table actual play video of our Legend of the Ramble House Saints. Now, in episode one, you met the heroes, um, Thid, Spike, Bash, and Wilkus. And they went to a hope knife ceremony for one Ruby and helped win a tug of war competition. Afterwards, they made their way to said Ramble House after hearing some rumors out and about on town. And Bash proceeded, Bash and Thid both proceeded to get absolutely shit-faced. Um, after resting for the night, they wake up in the morning, and as they leave the door, or getting ready to go out, they hear just this ruckus going on outside their door, and when they open the door, they find a bunch of the employees there sobbing. The men are in shock, the women are sobbing, and... A halfling whom they had spoken to the night previous told them that Roderick has died and apparently killed himself. So as we fade back into the action, um, listening to people, you hear that the inn's owner, Cham Laringfass, uh, the wonderful halfling woman you dealt with last night, discovered Roderick's body in his room. And his wrists were fatally, fatally lacerated as, and his bloody hope knife in his limp hand. The militia has already arrived and roped off the entire building to investigate, but all the signs are pointing to a suicide, according to the rumor mill. And that saddens a lot of the town's citizens. Now... As you guys are kind of told to stay in your room and breakfast will be delivered to you because they need to keep everything kind of clear while the militia does their investigation. Um, breakfast is brought up to you at no charge. And as you guys are just about to finish, there's a on your door. Uh, that'll go up and answer it. Okay. Standing outside your door is the uh, the twin brother of Roderick. Uh, that would be Cursed. And let me bring up what he looks like for you guys. And Cursed was the one on in the tug of war with us, correct? He was also in the tug of war, yes. Okay. Uh, he and his twin brother, Roderick. Now, as you can see, they do look a little different, but, I mean, same muscular build, same general features. They are actually twins. <clears throat> they just wear their hair a little differently and their facial hair a little differently. But he is standing outside the door and in kind of a quiet, unassuming voice, he says, um, I'd, I'd like to speak to you all if I could. Uh, and that'll kind of look over his shoulder and um, kind of get the approval of the room then. Well, that, well, that's a nod. Let him in. And then it'll shut the door behind him. Okay. He walks in, and you see a man who, he just looks overwhelmed. I mean, he's his eyes are all swollen and puffy and red. You can tell that he's definitely been crying. Um, and he's very clearly overwhelmed. And he says, I'm, I'm sure you've heard by now that my brother, Roderick, uh, you met him last night. He, he was found dead this morning, and I've had my hands full since. Right now, the official cause of death is suicide, but I just can't believe that. Something else has to be going on. Unfortunately, Roderick was the best investigator in Trunau, and if he were on the case, solving the mystery of his death wouldn't take long. But with just me left, we, we might never know what really happened. <sighs> I, I simply can't handle this investigation and tend to my family duties at the same time. I may be a patrol captain, but right now I feel my responsibilities as a brother outweigh my other duties. Still, I can't just let this lie, and I'm afraid I've exhausted all of my other options. The members of Trunau's militia are competent defenders during siege times, but they're not sleuths by any means. I need help from outsiders. Your help, if you don't mind. You, you already proved yourself strong, and I'm hoping that you will 
prove yourselves clever as well. Will you investigate my brother's death? Uh, will look over it. Will is probably more than anybody. Up. I'll just pipe up and say yes, we will. Not even waiting to discuss it with your compatriots? Nope. He was really nice to me yesterday, so I feel like Thiddle. I kind of owe it to him. Thiddle hang his head for a second and then just pull out a notebook and uh, just be ready to write anything down, any information that he's able to give just to kind of show that he's with hmm. Wilkes on this. Well, I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, you see, Chernow is a fairly close-knit community, even with our underlying problems. And if Roderick was, well, his killer is most likely a fellow citizen. And I really don't know who I can trust. And that's, that's the only reason I come to you with this. I've got th three ideas that might help you unravel the mystery of his death. There's his room here at the Ramble house. Um, there's Brynja Kelver. He's, or not he, she's a weaver that uh, I just, well, I just found out he and she were having a love affair and our father would not be very happy about it. You see, she's a half-orc. And then there's Omast Froom. He's a patrol sergeant in the militia, and he's a longtime friend of our family and one of Roderick's frequent patrol partners. And maybe these folks might be able to shed some light on things that led up to him dying. Um, do, do you guys have any questions before you start looking? Did they, uh, and the, we kind of saw this morning, obviously the scene was a bit gruesome, but did they have any evidence or anything tangible that we could look Every, at? Or? I mean, you, you can check his room. If there's any evidence of foul play, it would be there. And like I said, nobody, nobody else thinks that it's anything but suicide and well, I know my brother and I know he wouldn't kill himself by his own account he was in love with Brynja and was planning to marry her even if our father disapproved it's just fishy all of it every bit of it is fishy and I won't dishonor Roderick's memory by accepting his suicide without ruling out that something else happened and I'll reach my hand up and put it on his shoulder and kind of give a nod and tell him I believe you is is that why you slept away from the family because of this uh, greeny girl? No. Um, he occasionally stayed here just because sometimes he got too drunk and he just didn't want to walk across town and then deal with father giving him a hard time over his drinking. I mean, he wasn't a drunkard by any means, but father can be a bit of a teetotaller okay and Roderick's the one that I have the writings in my pocket right yes um curse do you know uh, I haven't got to look through it um but I'd heard word of his writings about equality uh for half orcs and do you know of anywhere else he might uh have kept some other writings um any other journals by chance. I, if, I assume I might find something in his room, but I don't know if he had some old ones yeah, maybe if, at the house before he moved. If he had any journals, then I don't know where he would have kept them, because he definitely wouldn't have kept them anywhere where Father could have possibly found them. Right. Alright. This is going to sound a bit macabre. Can we check the body? Here's why. You all are seeing what they, they want to see. They want to see it as a suicide. I know how things die. 
I have taken several courses in anatomy and physiology. Yeah, and Thid here's taken several courses in physiotherapy. <laughs> Close. I'll give it to you. Um, if if you think it will help, we're keeping him in the sanctuary until the funeral. Um, can, can we get a like a note, a writ? Uh, just just let them know that I sent you. They won't All stop right. you. They are good folk there, followers of Yamade. And was uh, was Roderick a follower of Yamada as well? Most of us here are. All right. And I, at this point, I'm completely ignoring Cursed. Here's the plan. The room is right next door, so we check that. It's downstairs, actually. It'll it's, slide. it's on the second floor. You guys are on the third. It'll it's, slide the beer over that Bash tried to sneak into the room in front of cursed and kind of pat him on the shoulder like sorry bud this is gonna hurt all right go interview the girlfriend see if she killed him we check with uh uh almost almost from almost from where yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. No, that's yeah. that's his name, Omast Froom. Yeah. Uh, you. Yep. So we'll check with him. Yep. Bash. Yep. Humans with your names. Then we, or oh, at some point in there, we go check the body. We got to organized, nice and slow. And then from there, we should be able to say, "Yay, he did it." Nay, he didn't. Okay, so you just repeated what Kirst said. Okay, Kirst, and I'll kind of like usher for him to stand up and kind of lead him to the door. Um, my deepest sympathies. Um, we'll do everything we can. Where can we find you um, most of the time? In my office at the Longhouse. Um I'll be there because I, I need to plan Roderick's funeral and manage his affairs. But if I'm not there when you show up, leave word and I'll get in contact with you as quickly as I can. Okay, the longhouse. All right. In um, a stage whisper to the other two is your, I bet a beard bead that it was his dad who killed him. And then Sid's. You know, saying the niceties and then shutting the door after well, as leaves. as you're starting to push him out he does give a really nasty look towards bash but he says here this this is the hope knife we found on Roderick's body and hands you a dagger that's that has been uh, forged in the manner of the hope knives um i will do a notice check on it i notice anything out of the like do I, is there blood on it there is indeed blood on it okay but and beyond that you can't really tell much it? of anything else okay um so fiddle palm it and and again say i'm sorry i i've never lost a brother and i, I can't imagine how it feels thank thank you we got you cursed. All right. So curse left you with a few leads. Um, the closest being the crime scene. If you would believe curse that, uh, he was not, or he did not commit suicide, but rather was murdered. Um, and, uh, then there's his fiance, Brynja as well as uh, going and seeing his body. Yeah, I've kept, I've, I've written everything Kirsch said down to us. Um, everything Kirsch said to us down. I'm, I'm a little muddled right now. Um, 
if you, if two of us want to go check his room and the other two go down to the crime scene just to try to not make a big spectacle out of this. His room is the crime scene. Oh, it, it was in his room. I thought it was just. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Cham, the um, the halfling owner of the Ramble House, she yeah. is the one who found him this morning. Gotcha. Um, well, then maybe, uh, Spike, you seem to hit it off with that nice barmaid last night. Maybe you can kind of keep her busy while we uh, look through the room. I can do that. So, and we're currently in our room with the door closed, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to make a note to Thid uh, that I overheard some uh, guardsmen talking yesterday. Not so nice about him. About how they didn't feel like he was worth taking over the leadership of the guard. Uh, do you think you'd be able to identify him if you saw him? Uh, quite possibly. Okay. Well, if we pass him later on, just let me know. Um, and we'll... Uh, We'll see what uh, uh, almost has to say about it. Um, and then I'll present the hope knife to the group and say, this is what he handed me on the way out. It's allegedly the suicide weapon. And so I'll hand it to one of you to have, I, I don't see anything out of ordinary on it. It's got some blood on it, which makes sense. Or, as Bash thinks, is what they want us to think. I mean, I'll take a, a good look at it. Uh, I'll take it, and, like I said, I'll take it from Thid and take a good look at it. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a notice check. All right. Um, as you're looking it over, it it's not the greatest of craftsmanship. I mean, it's... It's not terrible, but it's not the greatest of craftsmanship. There is some blood, uh, dried blood, on the tip where he would have cut if he had used it to cut himself. Uh, but beyond that, <clears throat> right near the uh, pommel, in really small letters, you see... Um, a legend, not a legend, but a uh, a crafter's mark that, as you're looking at it, it is the letters MFS. Hmm. Did you catch this? Uh, I'll point out the crafter's mark. As he points it out, uh, no, I didn't... Um, you guys can make common that. knowledge checks. Would I remember the orc's name? Uh, Sarah Morning. Sarah Morningstar. Morning. Morning. Uh, it was a long night. Yeah. Go Wilkus. Yeah, Wilkus. Ash is still recovering. It's a crappy orc made knife. That's what I'm talking about. Spike, are you going to um, join us or are you standing in the corner acting like a cactus? Wilkus, you would guess that as there's only one real metal worker in town and the name of the place is Morning Hawks Fine Steel, that would be the crafting mark that they would have used. Well, we'll have to put that on our list of pit stops. See if uh, it's the one that was specifically crafted for him or not. Oh, yeah. They love me. They're The orc's married to a dwarf. <laughs> Morning Hawks, fine steel. All right. Um, well, I guess uh, we'll head downstairs and... and Spike's going to go and talk to Cham. And the rest of you are going yeah. to go into Roderick's room. Yeah, Bash. Yes. I don't. I don't want to step a, step on any toes here, but uh, this is, seems to be a delicate situation, and I'm sure you know hammers and delicacy aren't really two hand in hand. 
You know, Bash, you can you can keep everyone else out of the room while we look. That's a perfect job. Okay. I'm not an idiot. So, so we'll start with uh with Spike. And Spike, as you make your way down to the uh the common bar room, you do see that Cham is behind the bar. She is leaning against the bar and she looks really shaken. Okay. Um, I'll approach her and ask if everything is okay. I found Roderick this morning. He killed himself. Of course everything's not okay. <laughs> do you really think he would do such a thing? I mean, he was holding the knife in his own hand and it was the cuts that, that we all make if we can't survive, if we're going to be taken. Um, do you know anybody that would want to take him? No. I, I mean, no. And make a notice check as you're talking to her. So as you're uh, watching her, you, you kind of get the feeling that she's holding back. Yeah. Why, like, why were you in his room? I, I always go in to wake him in the morning for breakfast so he can make it on time for his patrol. He patrols from the eighth bell on until just before dinner. Right, but I mean, he's a big boy. He could have gotten up by himself, could he not have? He asked me to. Every time he stayed. And there's nobody that had problems with him? I mean, no, not that, that I can think of. Well, that's funny, because we heard yesterday that, you know, some guards didn't really like him. I mean... He's a patrol captain. Okay, I'm a cactus. What's the difference? Uh, clearly, you've never been in the militia. Nobody likes their captain. Nobody likes their sergeant. So the list went from nobody to everybody, is what you're telling me. I mean, usually nothing bad comes of it. They just like to gripe about their commanding officers. I don't know. It seemed a little more than griping. But I mean, if, if I'm, I will trust you. If there's nothing else you think we should know, but I'm not buying the story. Hmm. Make an intimidate check. Spike Lee, attorney at law. <laughs> I gotta find it. Oh my gosh. I need glasses. If you don't have it on your list, you get to make I an don't. untrained check. I don't have it on my list. So make an untrained, untrained check. It's on your list. Okay. No, I don't have intimidation. I have no, untrained. Un untrained is on your list. Oh, okay. Is yeah, untrained will be all the way at the bottom. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I don't believe your lies. <laughs> She stabs a piece of All I can picture show. is this this little cactus looking right at this halfling. They're about the same size, and the cactus just starts shaking its arm in her face. I don't believe you. Or I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that cactus is a prick. <laughs> right? Uh, um she she immediately breaks down into sobs and says, he, he refused to give me his name and, and he paid me a fistful of gold. He said he'd be gone before sunrise. I didn't ask any more questions. I, I had no idea something like this would happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, let's, let's take a deep breath and back it up a little. And let's, uh, let's tell the full story here. As you pull the toast off your forearm that you stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> she she takes about? a moment and 
and calms herself and says, there was a, a, a human man who came in and rented the Ramble House's last single room right after Roderick did, but before you guys came in. And he had rent, checked in for the night before the captain got here. I just, I didn't know his name. I mean, he paid me not to ask his name. Do you think if I got my friend, you could describe what he looked like and my friend can draw him? Maybe, but I mean, he was just a brown-haired, brown-eyed human male. They all look the same to me. Here. Oh, they do? But he didn't look like these guys. That's he racist. Like That's mm. racist. You, you kind of get the feeling that, yeah, she is kind of racist towards non-halflings. <laughs> Do you, um, no, but you've no, never no, seen him before today? No, no. That's odd. Um, do they have to check in at the front gate? Um, like, do you think if I went and asked somebody there, they would be able to recognize normally. The, left? The, the only ones would be like half works. They normally have to check in at the front gate just because the tribes have sent spies in before but but that's the only way in and out of here correct yeah there's only one gate in and out okay walk down the city the the only other thing would be is i mean about a week ago there was a bunch of half orcs and other thuggish tall folk they've reserved practically every free room here and i didn't recognize them from around town but they checked out two days ago. I I don't know where they would be now. Those damn Those... tall folk. Right? God, they always crazy. lorded over us smaller folk. Sorry, the dog's chewing a squeak toy right beside her. So she's... I got Percy in here being an asshole. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, so either, you know what I'm getting here is either somebody else, <laughs> somebody else is housing these people or they're gone. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Alrighty. Well, I will take the information and, you know, we'll try to bring closure to your friend. But next time, you know, you just got to be honest, you know, I'm just here to help. I may look, you're, I may, I know I look very intimidating you're, and I get that. You're, but I'm a really nice why, cactus. Why are you investigating it? He, he killed himself. Well, we may just, you know, no, he didn't kill himself. Let's be honest here. There's no way. If, if you don't think so, but I, if, he was killed. Well, at least for as long until you know the truth. You, you, you and your friends can keep the room. No charge. Well, I appreciate that. And we, we will help bring proper closure to your friend who did not kill himself. Thank you. But maybe you could smile the next time you see me and my friends, you know, I, some common I'll, courtesy. I'll try. I appreciate it. I'll like go to pat her on the back and just like look at my hand and be like, Ugh, and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Think twice about it. Yeah. But I, I, I stare at it for a solid second. Like, do I just do it? No, I can't. Okay. So <clears throat> while you're down there talking with her, um, from my understanding, you guys are going to leave Bash outside to stand watch. Or the other two of you go in? Yep. Uh, uh, they're going to try to. Bash yeah. is going in. He's not an idiot. <laughs> I, I wasn't forcing anybody to do it. Uh, that was a suggestion. So. All right. So <clears throat> as you guys make your way in, the guards stand to the side and let you go in. Um, clearly, Cursed has already been here. And 
this sparse room contains only a single cot in a writing desk. The cot is a cheap affair with a straw-stuffed mattress, now stained red with blood and stripped of its linens, while the desk is a slightly nicer piece of furniture that nonetheless has been chipped and worn by time. There is a cracked window in the southern wall that's the only other exit other than the door that you're coming in. So what do you guys want to do? I'll say it'll do a notice check from the door when he first walks in. Looks like a room. Yep, and I will go near the bed apparently where the body was found and look around there. All right, let's shake this down. And since Wilkis went over to the bed, I'm literally going to pick up the writing desk and shake it. Oh, we lost Mike. Yeah, I think he's refreshing. Hello? There you are. Yep. I, so I will just too hard. Yep. I didn't. But I will notice check on that as I shake the desk to shake it down. Did we lose other people? Thomas? Hi, I'm here. Damn it. I had my mic there muted. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. It's hard to hear you when you do that. Right? All right. So, Wilkes, you, you notice as you're looking around, under, through, behind this bed that uh there's a small scrap of paper stuck between the headboard and the wall Ooh, a note i'll grab it and start okay. reading it over um i'm going to drop it into your inventory so that way you can see it There it is. Did that appear in your inventory? No. No. Let me try this again. There it is. Oh, there it is. All right. And let me remember how to do this. Because I did this as an item. And oops. I'm going to give limited ownership to everybody so you guys can all read it whenever you need. And I will bring it up for our audience. Same thing. I, I clicked on the chat log and it popped up. Oh, did it? Yeah. Didn't it pop up for me when I Yeah, it's not working on, on my side. Uh, you two can try refreshing, and it should show up. I... <clears throat> All right, we'll let them get back. There's Dustin. There's Kristen and Mike. All right. So it should appear in the chat log now, and you just click on the name, and it'll expand it so you can read it. Yeah, it's not expanding yeah. for me. It was no, there before, log, yeah. Nothing happens. But it just won't expand. Hmm. That's weird. All so right, so I, I, I can assume just I'll hear... to your guys' inventory as well, because it's yeah. just a handout. 
I assume I'll hear Wilkes kind of like muttering to himself as he starts to read it. And I'll say, what you talking about, Wilkes? God damn it. I say there was this uh, receipt tucked in the uh, by the headboard. A receipt for what? One hope knife for Roderick with a special engraving that says, for Roderick, my love. That that knife didn't say that. Why would Roderick buy a knife for himself? Can I do like a smart check on that? Or a common knowledge? Just make sure. Yep. Yeah, but you got like no... Smarts cause it... yeah, I don't... No idea. I don't know who Ernal, Ernsel is. But this this knife that he, and he will air quote, killed himself with, does not have that engraving. I still can't open it in my inventory. Uh, open it, uh, click yeah, the just, little yeah. notepad yeah, button. Gotcha. Yep. Engraving should read for Roger, my love. The smith was Ernsel. So... Uh, it says warning hawks find steel. We need to stop there, anyways. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird that the engraving says for Roderick, my love. Was he the one to place the order, or did it says he's the customer? Huh. Um, you care if I take that and put it in my? Oh, I'll hand it over case. to Sid. And you'll you'll notice that he wears it like a satchel, but he's got a a map case, documents case around his waist. Yeah, we we got to go talk to the orc. All right. Okay, so let's finish looking in here. What'd you find in that desk that you spread all over the crime scene? I didn't break the desk. I he he didn't it. break the desk. He just kind of shook it, and <coughs> you don't find anything from shaking it. So you may actually let, have let to... me take a look. That's it's it's fine. Nothing fell out. And I can't notice shit in here. Yeah, you're you're not seeing anything. It's kind of dim in here. I I will actually just open it up and take a look. Nope. You're you're not finding anything. What about Wilkes? Is he going to take a look in? Yep, I'll take a look in. Sorry, I'm being assaulted in the face by a cat. <laughs> Fucking pussy magnet. I hate when pussy hits your face like that. Right? So Wilkes, you're you're wondering why one, he chose to pick the desk up and shake it. And two, how after shaking it, he somehow missed the secret compartment that he accidentally opened it by shaking it. That's hidden in the bottommost drawer. Um, oh shit! It has drawers. Is there something <laughs> in the compartment? There is not, but I mean, it was uh, <clears throat> definitely a secret compartment in that drawer. But there's nothing there. Is there something on the floor now because of the secret compartment being opened? No. Okay. Um, we have one of these desks in our room. I'm going to go look at our desk for a secret compartment. And go ahead and make the notice, but you get a plus two circumstance bonus since you now know where these are. Or plus two bonus. There's no typed bonus. <laughs> and you pull out that top drawer and you cannot find that hidden compartment. The stupid. I forgot to put the plus two on it, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and then Wilka says, no, no, it's here, and opens the bottom drawer and shows you the hidden compartment there. And that's about when Spike comes walking back into your guys' room, since you guys are now back there. Uh, I, I want to check out the window while they head upstairs. Uh, we noticed that the window was cracked, right? Mm -hmm. Would it have been reasonable for it to be open or cracked, like, weather-wise? Um... 
it is the 25th of Callistral, which is equivalently, it's the end of February. So, so probably not. When you say it was cracked, did you mean like cracked as in cracked open or cracked as in there's a crack in the glass? Is it a, a jar? Oh, so like force broken. Yeah, it's a cracked window, not a window that's been cracked open. Yeah, not in a jar window. Um, I guess I'll just do a notice check on it to see if I can tell if like a blunt object struck it or a knife. Uh, what struggle might have been. I don't see shit. No, you're, you're not sure. And for those of you uh, who are wondering how they automatically know, um, the base target number for almost everything in Savage Worlds is four. So they take penalties or bonuses from there, and as long as they beat the four, after all penalties and bonuses, it's a success. If they beat it by a four or more, it's a raise. And more things happen. And I just know I don't know anything because I rolled the dice and it never turns out good. <laughs> hey, you're not Chris. Uh, that's true. And I'm not per Perry. <laughs> 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 All right. And then Thid will walk back to the door, yep, take one of the last glance in, in. And, then, and then shut the door behind him. And he'll kind of nod at the barkeep as he goes by to kind of the You never pass by the barkeep. Oh, you don't go by it on the way? No, um, okay. Roderick's room was on the second floor. Your room is on the third. So you haven't even been back down to the, uh -oh. the bar. I thought you yet. said it was on the first floor. So no. that's my bad. Cool. I uh, will go back to the room with the folks. Okay. So we have a receipt to go to the Smith, which. Bash, you can certainly leave that. Um, we need to go see the body. And if you guys don't mind, I'd like to be a portion of that. And then we also need to talk to Omost. There's a murder of Flint. What's that? Spike? Am I back with the group now? Yeah, yes. you just came in the room with all yeah. of us. Well, I'm going to share all my information about how we get to stay here and how Bront... I'm sorry, brown hair, brown eyed guy, paid off grumpy girls downstairs. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's our number one suspect. What what room was he in? You you didn't ask. Um, I can go back and ask. Okay. Um, it doesn't take you long. Quick run downstairs, and she's more than happy to tell you. And it's actually a room that's in the same hallway as Roderick's. Okay. So you want to go down there and check it? Yes, with my friends. I don't want to go alone. Wilkis, show her the trick with the drawer. You're better at it than I am. <laughs> we're not in the new room yet. I thought we were. All right, so you guys make your way over to uh, the room that the nameless man stayed in. And you guys see that it's empty. The bed is made. Um, and you're guessing just from common sense that the maid staff hasn't been in to clean yet just because of everything that's happened. Um, just like Roderick's room, there's the bed with the mattress on it, as well as the desk. There's a window in the north wall because this was across the hallway and down a few doors. Um, what are you guys going to do? Wilkis, Jonesy, show her the trick with the desk. It'll stand up the door again and do a okay. broad sweep of the room. See if he notices anything out of the ordinary. All right. Thid doesn't really notice anything um, that really stands out, just kind of looking over the room, other than he doesn't think anybody actually stayed the night here. Um, Wilkis, are you going to check the... Yep. Okay. And I will show Notice Spike with a where it's at. Plus two bonus. <clears throat> All right. So you go right to it. And Spike, you see, I mean, Wilkis just opens that bottom drawer. He reaches in, jiggles the, 
the bottom of the drawer itself and then slides it back and out of the way. And inside there is a slip of old dirty parchment. Ooh, I'm gonna pick it up. All right, so she picks it up. Let me slip of old dirty parchment with holes in it. While they're doing that, that'll mention that. And uh, I'm that, assuming that Lucas never is going in. to read over her shoulder. Yep. Is that a short person joke? Um, you're not a person, so. Yeah, you're a plant. If it were a short person joke, it probably would have gone over your head. So the audience can read it there in the chat. Yeah, I, I still can't read it, so I'll have Wilkins it's read it to me. In your inventory, click on. Let's see that the pencil to the right. Yeah, click on the pencil to the right. Did that do it? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, number two love letter. Did you find it on your inventory sheet? You see it? Is that like my gear? Yeah, gear tab, gear yeah. Yep. Yeah, your gear okay, tab. Yeah. And then slide all the way to the right. And hit the pencil by oh, the trash can. Yep. Okay, thank you. Yep. Well, we have our prime flex spec now. What you talking about, Willis? Wilkes, sorry. You already you already Blair. got one. You can't you can't get two. <laughs> so one per game limit. <laughs> well, the letter reads as, Malira, I shouldn't be away for much longer. We still haven't found what we're looking for, but it's only a matter of time, and the other preparations are proceeding as planned. A meddling militia patrol captain has been poking around, but I don't foresee him being a threat for much longer. Once our work is done, it won't matter anyway, and I can return to you. I marvel that I found you in the midst of all this and can think of you constantly. Soon, my beloved. The end. Uh. Well, it'll reach his hand out and um, take it from Wilkins and put it in his little document case. All right, who made the bet with me? Uh, I think we made a lot of bets last night. I think we're all paying for it still. <laughs> he what, what he reaches bet? up and clips one of the little small anvil beads that he has on his beard off and uh, hands it to Jonesy. I said it was the dad. I was wrong. I'm a man of my word. I'll just look down at the, the bead. And I guess I will uh, clip it into a lock of my hair. We'll make a dwarf out of you yet, Jonesy. A dwarven half-elf, which, under the new Pathfinder 2 rules, is possible. Um, what were those called back in Dark Sun? Mules. Mules, yeah. <laughs> but, all right, so subject is... A human with brown hair, brown eyes. So literally three quarters of all humanity. Handful of shit, apparently. Hey, Bash. <laughs> just remember, you could solve any problem with the hammer. So start smashing. Yep. Now you just got to nail him. Is did my okay? Oh, only three quarters of humanity to go. Wish you luck. All right. Um, nothing else of interest that we found in here, though. No, no nothing that really stands uh, out. All right. Um, well, Bash, do you and um, Spike Lee want to head over to the forge and we'll go see about the sanctuary, uh, Wilkins and I? Sure. There, There's a murderer afoot. Do you really want to go away from the guy with the hammer? Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with that, so. Was that a rhetorical question? 
All right, if you die, it's not my fault. We can go with you if you're scared. It's fine. And we'll head towards the fort. Okay. All right. So as you guys are making your way towards the forge, um, stopping to get directions and everything, since none of you are really natives to Chernow, you uh, turn a corner and then you hear people screaming. And as you look up, you see people running to get away from what looks like a pack of wolves. And a few of the wolves kind of look in your direction and they start snapping and snarling and running towards you. And you see this foam just pouring out of their mouths and their eyes are oozing pus and they're charging straight at you, howling and yipping and barking. And that's where we'll pick up next time. Have a great night, everyone. You son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. We'll see everybody next time. Have a great one.